Hello everyone, it's me Luke Knowles again and I am back with another episode of Inside the Industry. Yes, and we're back. Um, hopefully you've all been doing well, enjoying the nice sunny weather we've been having. Hopefully it's been sunny wherever you are. Now, um, just as a tiny little reminder, this podcast, Inside the Industry, will not focus on the unsigned and independent artists that fill the incredible music scene in the UK. However, we will be peeking behind the curtain and getting to know, getting to know the people that are the kind of nuts and bolts of the industry. I'm talking bloggers, reviewers, promoters, managers, labels, venue owners you name it we'll be talking to them Uh, obviously last week we spoke to the brilliant team behind girl grown a women and non-binary artist only label slash promotions project ran by the brilliant richard morgan and bryony williams from right here in birmingham well this week i speak to another guy from nottingham who is also making a huge impact on his local music scene and this week i am joined by the one-man army behind fusion in nottingham Imran Khan. Mr. Khan, how are you this evening? I'm fine, how are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, so, yeah, basically, you are the sort of the, what you'd call the brains behind Fusion. Um, do you want to kind of just tell us a bit about what Fusion does? Um, well, we're kind of uh, many things, we've turned out to be many things. We kind of yeah. started out as um, help because I, I work as a student nurse yeah. um, and I work in um, Nottingham State Hospital yeah. and basically I discovered um, I was kind of like fundraising for a cancer charity and mm. we kind of tried to it was like a really new charity and I kind of like it kind of happened through there's a girl called Sophie Robinson who kind of like joined like she was she raised thousands of pounds whilst she had a medullary blastoma which is brain tumor yeah. and she was raising money um for like children's cancer causes yeah but unfortunately her own um situation went downwards and she passed Mm. away um but her family took on like um took on her cause and they kind of like they kind of send in children out on free like like vacations at a caravan in Maplethorpe and basically I kind of like thought oh that's a really cool idea and I was kind of there from the helping them from the, the beginning yeah when they like had they were just like trying to get the money to buy the caravan yeah so I ended up um I ended up thinking oh maybe I could do like a music event at my university to yeah. sort of like raise money towards this cause yeah and then when we actually went to the student bar they said oh their PA system was knackered so it was like <laughs> that's how I ended up starting getting involved in music is because we thought oh okay this is like one day before our event so we better buy a PA system (laughs) 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 and from that moment we had a PA system we thought okay now we got it we might as well make use of it yeah I started organizing your own sort of events so we started organizing music events basically to raise money for this charity yeah um and then I just started to learn a lot more. Um, I started making friends who were like musicians in the local scene and stuff. And I yeah. started to learn a lot about lot the whole music scene in general and how, but more from an artist's perspective rather than yeah. from a, a promoter's perspective. 
Yeah. So I kind of based fusion around the artist yes. rather than like a classic promoter style way. It's kind of like um, I kind of started to see, oh, like artists weren't really getting much of a cut financially. Yeah. And I yeah. started, um, I kind of joined up with this, um, it was like, it's that pub, which was right in the center of Nottingham City Center. Yeah. And they were kind of like, gave me this offer to basically put on gigs like once a week and like gave me a hundred pounds to like okay. work with. So I kind of like, because I kind of felt, because I was doing my day job anyway at the hospital, I just yeah. thought, well, I've got a job. So I basically used all that, that money to kind of like push it towards the artists yeah. and kind of change the music scene a little bit locally so yeah. that artists feel like there was a regular access to sort of paid gigs. Yeah, so, no, it's, it's a brilliant philosophy to have, like, especially yeah. from the ground to start going from the very beginning with that kind of attitude yeah it, it kind of I, it must have been quite refreshing for your local art did you get quite a lot lot of response and yeah, a lot of we were, wow this is amazing there's so loads of um we kind of tried to spread the opportunity around as much as possible so yeah. i was kind of like being sort of really hands-on in terms of like making sure that lots of different people were given a chance yeah because i didn't want to just keep on just like throwing the same thing to the same artists and because that does happen a lot as well it's like the same people tend to get all the opportunities so i was yeah. trying to spread around as much as possible and i was trying to stay aware of um like promoters kind of the promoters kind of have their circle yes artists. Yeah, they've and got I their pool kind of, that they pick yeah, from. Yeah, I was trying to find like um, I was trying to not go onto the, a certain circle. I was trying to find our own group. Yeah, of people and um, yeah, I think it was uh, in the end um, we kind of kept that running um, as a project, as like a paying gig project, and that yeah. kind of became our identity, like as being a project which tried to get paid gigs out. But I also used to do still used to do our charity gigs around there yeah and i also started to do like um things at music venues around like the sound house in leicester and um oh like uh, booking the bands for yeah. them that kind of so stuff kind of like gigs i did gigs for fusion which were kind of more music gigs rather than a gig which is in a paid in a pub kind of thing yeah <laughs> so yeah oh so, yeah i kind of i tried to I tried to cater for different sort of um, ways we could help artists. And then okay. we also helped make someone's first music video, me and my friend Katie. Okay. Sort of like, so that was quite cool. So we've yeah. kind of become a, a variety of different things now. Um, oh, and now nice. we've become a live sessions project. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was going to say, I was going to move on to that. Because um, obviously you had all your live things going and like it seemed like you've kind of, you've really created yourselves like a proper family up in nottingham with the yeah. artists and all that and created quite a warm space for them but then obviously lockdowns <laughs> hit yeah. everyone and artists couldn't perform but then you decided to not stop and you actually paired up with um, i'm probably not going to pronounce this right but is it debrook studios du yeah debrook studios Dubrek studios that's the one yeah yeah they, and you um, do live sessions so you? basically just before the lockdown like a few months before we'd be, we'd done a gig at Dubrock studios so yeah. I, I kind of got to know that place and built a good relationship with them 
I think they were quite impressed by the gig we did. From yeah. Sort of like um, they could see it was really based around artists and trying to support artists and the atmosphere yeah. was quite good. So they kind of like, uh, we kind of built a good relationship with them from that point. And then, yeah, we just carried on doing like live sessions there. I think because the place is quite dark and the actual room is quite dark. Yeah. It's quite good for creating a bit of an atmosphere with lighting and stuff. So, yeah, because it's mainly acoustic yeah. sessions, isn't it, that you do? Because I, I have watched your, your past sessions and obviously you've just dropped some new ones. Yeah. And um, I think that the atmosphere and the sort of visuals that you get from it, I think you do a really good job of creating a nice warm yeah. atmosphere for that kind of music. And who is it like, um, obviously you have a videographer, is that Katie who does the videography? No, I mean, I work with different people. It's yeah. like, I really, um, a lot, I, I kind of sort of run the project, but I kind of free, do a lot of work with other people in our sort of group, but it's kind yeah. of like freelance. So they kind of drop in and out. Yeah. So like different um different videographers and different sound engineers sort of drop in and out of yeah. the project. So um so we change it over. But yeah, Katie's um Katie's sort of been in my project if I do actually have a partner who I work with on yeah. the project, it's probably Katie because she's been in from the start, from the yeah. very beginning. Like from our very first gig. Yeah. So yeah, um and with uh yeah, just uh, I think with the live sessions, like like you was doing with your live sessions, yeah, um, yeah, it's kind of um, it's good for artists just to get a really good you know video piece because it's kind of I yeah. kind of would probably promote as um, it's something which is quite niche. Um, yes, it is. It's, it's very much something you kind of only think when you think of live sessions. You think the BBC, <laughs> yeah, like the live lounge and all that sort of stuff. And that was like I don't know about you, but I kind of wanted to give artists that feeling, yeah, of a BBC live lounge, but on an unsided like independent Holland. level. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to get myself a grand piano next time and just. Yeah. Start... <laughs> I mean, we was quite influenced by because I started to help sort of um, spend a lot of time going down to Honeybox in Staffordshire. Yes. And they inspired me a lot because yeah. I'd, us, um, you know, with Pete Herbert and Lee Barber down there doing yeah. really amazing work and I kind of spent a bit of time with them and then I thought, oh, I don't want to like copy that, but because that, but I kind of like want to do something like a little bit similar. Yeah. Because um, theirs is like quite live, whereas yeah. ours You're... is kind of pre-recorded, and yeah. like artists get like as many takes as they want to get have it the right version they want. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's that sort of like it's the thing which I kind of found that I enjoy the most now. Um, yeah doing live sessions i was i feel like we've done so much gigging that we're kind of um we feel like we've we've done what we intended there yeah um, does that kind of tick over on its own now kind yeah, of thing I the mean, gig side of things we may gig but we'll see it just um <laughs> it's because of because of i'm um, living two separate like lives almost <laughs> i was gonna say nurse student thing. nurse is yeah. not exactly a lightweight job because <laughs> <No. laughs> i'm doing my nursing it's kind of like i have to sort of try and balance a bit more and sort of live sessions does balance better with my nursing yeah i do it as and when i want rather than it like when we're gigging it's like a lot of time goes in to try and get 
an audience down, which is like my big stress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know the feeling like you book it and then you've got to actually get people to turn yeah. up to it. It's, it's not good enough to just go, these bands are playing, you've got to bombard yeah. people and advertise it and all that sort of stuff. The thing is, I kind of do, I try and get, I try to do something which isn't like the common thing. Cause mm. I'm always trying not to compete with people in our scene. So yeah. I've got the habit of bringing artists in who aren't known in the area, which yeah. obviously is, makes it triply harder to get people to come <laughs> yeah. because they don't know them. They might be really good and known really well in their area. Yeah, but, but not in not Nottingham. not well known in Nottingham. So yeah. I kind of think, yeah, people do tend to come to us because we are a bit different. Yeah, so, I think I think by that, with you doing that, because you've already kind of established fusion as like good atmosphere, good gigs, you can kind of, you can take that risk of bringing in outside artists because people will come along, if it's got fusion attached, they'll be like, well, he doesn't really pick bad people. Let's go and check it out. Let's sit down. And then that's, yeah. like you said, it seeds them in Nottingham. Like they've now got an audience for Nottingham and it just all spreads out. So rather than being, like you said, a competitor, you're more of a introducer. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. um, kind of uh, just try and take sort of inspiration, even for, like from your project as well. You seem mm. like quite different from a lot of what's going on. Like yeah. the way you do, like your presenting and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's I'm I'm it's, quite unique in that you're regard. Quite, yeah. you are, uh, Whether that's a good thing or a really bad like thing, that. is it? Yeah. <laughs> so um, I did try and sort of like take inspiration from, and then try and build our own style as well. So. Yeah, I, th- I think that's. I think sometimes I don't know about you, but it's, when it's when the sort of PR company or the label or something, if they've got a character about them you're guaranteed to get like good artists that are a bit different from the mainstream like it's there's going to be something quirky there's going to be something different which spikes people's intrigue and curiosity because it's like oh i wonder what they're going to come up with next and and i I think it's it's quite fun i think with live sessions you can push it even further as well you've found this with your own you can sort of like um like we've become quite synonymous with Dubrek, which is something which I want to sort of move away from. Yeah. Because I want us to sort of like um, sort of challenge ourselves in different sort of surroundings. And yeah, stuff. it's 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 good to have a place, but then, like yeah. you said, you you want to sort of spread yourself a bit further and take yeah. it to the next level almost. Because uh, we have we have changed we have changed um, sort of location once before and yeah. It, that actual video looks completely different from the actual mm. Dubrek ones, so it's yeah. kind of like definitely we want that's something we want to move towards. Um, yeah. Me and Katie have got a plan to go to Brighton, and we keep saying, but then we're like, oh, the weather's rubbish at the minute, yeah. and we don't know what's happening with all these variants and stuff. Yeah, so we're yeah. kind of like, okay, we want to do it, but and we've got the artists who want to do it, but yeah. we've actually got a location and a plan. It's just physically going and doing it. Yeah, it's just waiting for, <laughs> waiting for the government to go. You can go now. <laughs> Well, <laughs> don't know what's coming from the government. They're like, yeah. you know, we'll give you every single possible um, lot, sort of scenario. They'll just say, yeah, yeah Ed, there you are. We're not going to yeah. tell you which one's the right yeah. one. <laughs> you decide. It's fine. <laughs> but no, it, it sounds, because obviously that's something 
like I've discussed with you sort of prior to this conversation about like ex- expansion and all that sort of stuff. So yeah. would you like, is there any sort of places that you'd love to go that you've not sort of organized yet or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, just, um, I mean, there's so many different music scenes which I haven't explored and stuff. Yeah. It's like, um, I've got lots of friends in different parts of the country and yeah. um, there's, I'd like to go to Bristol, for example, and I haven't yeah. been there. That's like a, a music scene that interests me. Um, I've got a few friends. Um, my friend um, Rachel Clark um, has uh, her stage name is Mahela Ray. Yes, yeah, I know um, Rachel. I've interviewed Rachel actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's. Um, I kind of was like learn, starting to learn about this music scene in Leeds, even though yeah. she's from Cambridge and gone back to Cambridge now. I was yeah. starting to learn about the Leeds music scene a bit, and yeah, yeah. So I'm kind of interested to get back to, and that was also where close to where I was brought up because I was brought um, up in West, West Yorkshire. Yeah. So I'm keen to sort of travel back to where go back home. Originally <laughs> was. So, you could call it the fusion homecoming sessions. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, there's um, just loads of possibilities. And with my friend, you know, Katie being a videographer, she's all, she was also like been been involved in a lot of um, sort of mo- sort of don't want to say bigger artists. Yeah, but she's been sort of a lot more sort of famous ish artists. Like yeah. she was part of Holly Humbleston's videos. Oh, uh, okay. When um, Holly Humbleston was releasing her first view. Yeah. Holly Brown, who's part of my team, was part of. Um, I've got the song name, song now. <laughs> um, I do that all the time. Yeah. Oh, it's gone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she was part of that one, and then Katie yeah. was part of the next few. Oh, um, uh, okay. Holly videos, and she's like really. I think this year she's probably going to start getting booked around, you know, like Tramlines, Great Escape, and stuff like that. So yeah. she's start going to start emerging, you know, this this year. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, if we, with Casey working with such well-known artists around, you know, it's kind of like. I'm sort of like starting to move in towards her group a little bit, but I want to kind of retain like a bit more of ourselves what we've been yes yeah i think that's kind of like we kind of will be starting to explore videography a lot more yeah okay so so the live sessions are kind of just like a a toe in the water to like test out like is this going to work how does this work we kind of want to do like lots um even we've been interested in all sorts of art form really i mean yeah. even like spoken word and stuff it's not even yeah. stri- we don't even want to strictly keep it to music we kind of like want to go into like filming poetry pieces and everything so okay. we kind of like we may even start drifting away from being just strictly music into being yeah. an art project so yeah just yeah. become like a proper arts and entertainment yeah kind but of thing try and base it around trying to give like um if someone's got a piece of work, we try and film that piece of work, and then yeah. they can sort of get out there. So, yeah. Oh no, it, it sounds it sounds very exciting. The uh, future of fusion. It, it does sound like, and it sounds like you you've got a clear idea because sometimes it can be like, oh, we might do this, but you're very no, we're going to be doing this, we're going to be doing that. So it, it it sounds like you've really sat back and thought about it. Yeah, and... I mean, I try and look into um, try and look into the future 
um, yeah. like months down the line. Um, it's kind of like probably my strong point is trying to visualize where I kind of want us to be. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes I guess like you know like when people are crediting <laughs> are crediting the work. Sometimes because yeah. I don't actually film it. Because even me and Katie was going to film it all ourselves at the beginning, yeah. but then we sort of brought in a filming sort of sound engineer team. Yeah. And sometimes, like, they get accredited for doing the actual work, but they cannot, they are actually working to my direction. So it's kind <laughs> of like <laughs> <laughs> everything is kind of like following kind of the path where I want it to be going. Yeah. It's kind of like not really happening by accident. It's kind yeah. of like. I'm kind of like I want this being shot. Like, in this yeah, it, it looks all relaxed, but you've spent about two weeks going right. Can do this. Can do. It. <laughs> yeah, I'd say once when I was doing that gig at, at Dubrovnik, I was kind yeah. of like trying to think, oh, yeah, this would be like a cool place to do our live sessions projects because it yeah. had the right atmosphere. Uh, really. Oh, nice. Well, and speaking of Dubrovnik, you've actually got a session at the end of the month. Yeah. Um, who who will be featuring this um, time around? So um, there's an artist that uh, I'm, I've been drawing a few from, because of my connections with Honeybox, I've been drawing a few from Staffordshire. Um, yeah. Because that's part of the thing about fusion is we try not to, we try and draw artists into different regions where yeah. they may not normally be. Yeah. Um, so uh, Helen Walford is from, she's from Staffordshire. Um, yeah. I knew of her through Honeybox. Um, Joey, I wanted to also have try and give opportunity to Derby artists because we are actually in Derby. So yeah, um, Joey Greener is uh, he's like a teenage uh, musician who's kind of like really been getting a lot of praise lately from BBC introducing in oh, our okay. region. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's performing and um, uh, Charity Stowe is basically. Um, she's kind of like starting to take on our presenting role because yeah. we thought we didn't really have a presenter. We kind <laughs> yeah. of like we kind of was like completely just straight into the music and just releasing yeah. the music. But then we thought, why don't we have a little bit of a presenter? Yeah. To this because we don't we're like a bit of a faceless project. <laughs> it's almost... <laughs> it's sounding all professional. You can have like <laughs> intro music. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of thought, oh, we better have a bit of an intro. So yeah, um, yeah um, I started, um, I think over the last few months, I've started getting on quite well with Charity Stowe, and yeah. um, she's going to start to take on that presenting type role. Um, and she is also going to do another, another live, she has done a live session with us before, but she's going to yeah. do another song. Um, so add another song on to the ones she's already done. Yeah. Um, and we've got another artist who's come, coming in because we had a few artists who were supposed to be in our lineup but yeah. weren't able to come. Um, so they're going to have to move on to the June, the June one. Yeah. Um, which is getting quite full now because a lot of artists <laughs> are getting quite um, this because of the lockdown is just you know eased. Yeah. Stuff a lot of the artists are feeling like more comfortable to come out in June, July and stuff. Yeah, get, so. getting itch, itchy to play. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, we have got a bit of a bigger back pile of artists. <laughs> yeah. <between>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to probably announce the the, next, the third artist sort of like today from sort of having okay. discussions to yeah. find that slot. I don't know, and sort of how... 
How do you kind of choose your artists to perform at the sessions? Do they submit their music or is it people that you've kind of heard live yourself and have yeah, taken an interest like in? Source out the artists. Yeah. It does have a lot to do. Uh, it's going to sound funny, but um, <laughs> it it kind of does have a lot to do with people's personality in this way. Yeah. yeah. I am sort of self-funding a little bit. Mm. So you're kind of like, if you putting um you're funding into you know artists you kind of like i'm trying to work with people who i know vaguely or i've got on well with because yeah, yeah as i say um you want people not... who have got the sort of similar philosophy as you that yeah they... yeah yeah because we are we're, we're not charging artists or anything yeah. so kind of like yeah we're kind of like want to work with people who we've got a good relationship with so. yeah it's kind of like just been sort of engaging with the artists over a period of time and then thinking, well, we are, we have got a good connection and we are sort of like working, like we are working together in various ways. So we, we kind of have offered the session on that basis. Yeah. Long way round of answering the question. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it, again, it's just, it, it's, it's amazing to hear like how, how it all, comes together and sort of how you make these choices because obviously like the way I'd make a choice is completely different to the way you'd make a choice the way someone else would make a choice completely yeah, yeah. and I always find it fascinating especially from a PR point of view and those people behind the music which is kind of why why, 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 bleh, why I wanted to do this podcast is just to give people an idea of the the sort of the kind of effort that can go into something as simple as filming a live session Yeah, because people only ever see the end video but what they don't realise is the six months of work and yeah. organisation that goes into producing that three-minute clip? I mean, a lot of the people who have done sessions with us, I've known for at least two years or something. Yeah. Up to this point. So, but, like yourself, with the artists you've worked with, some of them I hadn't known of before, but when yeah. I actually saw them perform, were just awesome. Yeah, so it's I'd... the same with yours as well. Some of them, <laughs> I'd... I'd... I'd never like I'd not heard of before because obviously I've recently just got into the kind of scene, so you've got way more experience with the scene than I have. And then when like seeing like and even helping you out like the two interviews I did meeting Heidi and Alex, yeah. it was just incredible to find these new artists and that sort of way that we could both help each other. Yeah, definitely. and I think I, I don't know about you, but I think there should be more of that. Yeah. on the grassroots level I think that we should sort of move away from a, like you said being competitors and start saying oh well there's these try these out or you try these oh thank you thanks for helping yeah, that kind I mean, of as I say unfortunately I think the reason why there is competition is because um, like a lot of promoters are in it for their you know to make a living yeah and like um which on the one hand is kind of fair enough because everyone yeah. needs a job, but then on the other hand, it's like, yeah, it's a moral grey area for me. <laughs> but for, for me, it's not really because it's kind of like, you know, um, I feel like art is like something which is more than that. Yeah, it's more than it's you know it helps people so much with like mental health and you know oh, yes. it helps you know even you know even like the people who. I don't want to say consume but listen to music it's yeah. like that it's you know there it does so much for their life as well oh so it, it, it can't it can. just be it can't just be about business oh no <laughs> it's, it's it's like for, for for me with this whole barstool thing it was it was my way of staying sane 
during yeah. the lockdown and giving myself something to do, which gave me a focus. Otherwise, I'd have had no focus. And it's just been amazing over this lockdown. I don't know about you, but seeing how all these musicians are coming out in support of each other and their own audiences at sort of the grassroots level. They're always like, I, I saw a few posts from some artists, like my inbox is open. If you're feeling like rubbish, drop me a message. And I was thinking, it's amazing. Like how, yeah. how like we only hear them for a couple of minutes on the radio, but they are real people. <laughs> and I think a lot yeah. of people sometimes can forget that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I mean, I, it's a, I mean, you probably feel the same, but it's just like, I don't feel, it's like sometimes there's no point though, like shouting and screaming about, oh, asking the music scene to change. It's like, people are going to do what they, how they are going to do it. And it's like, you just got to do it how you want to do it. And maybe people might latch on to that and be inspired by that. Well, well, I think what you're doing with Nottingham, especially, and like in some part Derby as well, the way that you bring more artists in, and also sort of allow the Nottingham artists to go vice versa. I think that you're, in in your own way, making the change locally, which, like yeah. you said, hopefully will cause a ripple outwards, and maybe the next person in the town over will be like, well, there's this company Fusion in the same way, like you with Honeybox. They're like, I saw this gig run by this Fusion place. They sound amazing. I think I'm going to do the same thing, and hopefully like that in our own tiny little way we can be sort of like pebbles in the ocean and just cause little, a few more ripples and yeah, hopefully, hopefully I mean, change things. I mean, where you are in Birmingham, that's another scene I've not, um, I've not really known a great deal about. And it's kind yeah. of like, I'd kind of like want to know more about Birmingham because I nearly went to Birmingham, Birmingham Uni. Yeah. And I only did them because of my dad's health. <laughs> I oh. ended up going to staying local. And yeah. Derby, but... Birmingham is like a really sort of interesting place that I've not tapped into oh, yet either. I know living it like I live here and I still haven't like scratched the surface of how yeah. much music is in Birmingham. Like every time I turn a rock over, there's a band under it. It's just it it's just vast. And then I try and comprehend then of like you in Nottingham working with all these artists, and my brain just shuts down. I think too much. There's too much. I can't help <laughs> yeah. everyone. I want to help yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's um, it's uh, definitely like traveling is definitely a big part of our you know projects and wanting. To yeah. So the so the so the future will be you'll kind of visit various cities, say once yeah. a month, and do your sessions in those cities. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of various cities. I mean, it's just um, as I say, my big issue is always going to be the funding of it, but. We'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. Because nothing comes for free, does it? Oh, no, un- unfortunately. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> You've always got to pay for something, whether it's your time or your money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Getting to, but getting to the point we are now, I'm kind of like glad we've come so, we've managed to do, I don't know, we're near like 70 videos now. So, oh, brilliant. It's kind of like we've got, we've got a portfolio at least. So. Yeah. And a, pop, a portfolio helps us to sort of like attract artists to work with us, and it attracts yes. like, as you say, like yourself and other you know promoters, and also venues, especially venues. Yeah, you know, getting the right venue is really important to how the video is going to come turn out. So. Yeah, you want something that's got a bit of aesthetic to it and yeah, a bit so. of character and stuff. 
a portfolio, having that portfolio was basically our starting point, really. That was like yeah. phase one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like the MCU's different phases. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've also sort of like to tack on to the sessions, you've teamed up with the, um, is it the Derby Community Radio? Yeah. As um, well. I mean, that's another thing. I also, I want us to, I've been trying to sort of like connect us out into, because because uh, at the moment that we're not actually on Derby Sound Community Radio, so we're kind of at the moment um, sort of promoting them <laughs> quite a lot. Um, yeah, but, yeah, we're hoping that they'll start to sort of like maybe play our sessions out onto the station yeah. and stuff like that. And um, but I think we are sort of like a community sort of style. Um, trying to sort of support community arts and stuff so yeah that station seemed to fit for us yeah um so yeah it, uh, so, so again it's another phase in the plan to try and yeah get I it pushed a little bit are, further it's uh, we can't kind of are interested in like social causes and charity causes yeah. as well so we also associate to ben's den which is yes. like Sophie's Journey, so it, it does it does the same thing, and it did it before Sophie's Journey was doing it. So it provides yeah. um, it provides uh, children going through like well, children, I think up to, I think it's about up to eighteen or something. Yeah. So anyone um, can apply um, to basically go to Mablethorpe and stay in a caravan for a week and just get away yeah. from like the whole hospital surroundings. Yeah. Yeah, because because that's you you um that was the charity you did the fundraising for on the last sessions, wasn't it? Yeah, Ben's yeah, yeah. But we're gonna keep up that and yeah. um, try and um because it's really important to us because that's really our foundation. You know, that's what we yeah. were from the beginning. Is like we weren't really a music project. We were just a, a charity fundraising project. Yeah, I. If anything, I had a team of people who were just fundraising through marathons and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of for me, it's important that we get we we've still got that identity. Yeah, I oh, know. Well, it all, Imran, it sounds amazing, and I just love your philosophy, and you're such a genuine person. I think you're a real positive force for um, unsigned and independent artists. Well, like yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just it, it is. It's just so brilliant to meet sort of like-minded people and sort of get to know Fusion a bit more and try and help push your ideology out there a bit more and hopefully change a few people's minds that might listen to it and go, do you know what? I'm going to try doing it that way. <laughs> and yeah. we can I mean, start the revolution. <laughs> I mean, you can only... Um, I think you can only really try and do... I think artists do try and sort of like you know, in their own social media way, we'll try and make the yeah. case about, I mean, there's always that that thing which goes out that you can't, but you, you know, it's, um, what's this, like coverage or... Yeah, um, yeah. The... Does not pay your bills and stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, it's, uh, I know it's exposure doesn't pay your bills. So yeah. basically they have their own way of pushing, but at the end of the day, um, it does require a promoter to be able to push their cause as well. Yeah. Because otherwise, if there's no promoters actually doing anything to change anything, then nothing does change. All it is yeah. is just people sounding like they're complaining. Yeah, they're just screaming at a wall. 
Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> it's important that, you know, people are doing the right thing in terms of trying to get, like, fonts out. Because otherwise, you know, you don't, you don't get quality video, you know, you don't get, because you don't get quality, like, recordings, and you don't yeah. get quality, you know, because everything costs in one way or another. Yeah, so, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's important to get music, the fonts out down to musicians in the whole scene. Yeah, no, well, Iman, that's brilliant, and obviously keep up with what you're doing. I hope all your plans come to fruition, and sort of if anybody would like to sort of contact you about Fusion, about maybe taking part in a session, or even taking part in your expanded idea of spoken word and that sort of stuff, how would they go about reaching out to you? Um, so I've, we've got an Instagram page, which yeah. is um, it's uh, Instagram slash Fusion Knots. Yeah. Thank you. And um, that's basically definitely the place to get in touch with us. Also, yeah. a lot about we've got a few of our live session videos on there as examples, so yeah. people can see what we do. Um, and that's the main way. Um, yeah. Yeah. Our Facebook page would we probably um, don't use it as much as I'm. Yeah, I think everyone's migrated away from Facebook yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, that's the place. You can also find um, our videos on YouTube. On yeah. um, our, you can find them on uh, Fusion Knots or Fusion Live Sessions. So, Brilliant. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for great. No, no. <laughs> Thank you so much, Imran, for talking and sort of letting us know about Fusion and the amazing work that you're doing in Nottingham. Yeah, thanks for all your help as well with all our work. No, but it's my pleasure to help you. I, I, I love your philosophy, and I think we're both of a similar mindset, and I think as long as we all work together, I think we can do something a lot bigger than than we are kind of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, brilliant. So there you have it, that was episode two of Inside the Industry. I hope you really enjoyed my conversation with the brilliant Imran Khan. He's just got a great mind when it comes to putting the artist first and doing as much as he can to promote them. Um, as he said, please do go to YouTube or any of their Instagram Facebook, whatever you want to do, and check out the session videos on there. Um, you can also go to their SoundCloud account where you have um, interviews with the artists who performed, um, hosted by myself, so I'm not shamelessly plugging my own hand in it all. Uh, but no, they're just brilliant artists and really, really worth your time um, taking a look at. So yeah, that was Imran Khan with his brilliant Fusion project. Right, um, that is it for this week. I hope you've all enjoyed this conversation. Um, coming up next week, I speak to Lewis Spears, who is the brains behind the brilliant digital marketing company, Shoot First UK. Um, there's a brilliant ethos behind what he does, and I cannot wait to bring you that interview. So please, if you haven't already, hit subscribe. You can do that wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music. Well, you know the drill by now. I think you've listened to enough podcasts. Um, so yeah, I do hope you do that. And then to finish off this week, I'll be bringing you a recording from one of Imran's sessions. It's the brilliant Heidi Rolstadt. So I hope you enjoy that. And until next week, I've been Luke Knowles. You've been listening to Inside the Industry. So keep safe and I'll see you again soon. Bye. I'm Heidi Rolstadt. This song is I Don't Even Know. And this is take two. to sit by the fireplace making a mess of this old damn place before it made a mess of us 
Think all the smoke went to your head Guess that's what happens when you're with her instead But you let everything come bust Glory, glory, was it worth the story All the hours you wasted being in my company Funny, really, how do you is boring To learn to trust so instead of always getting High, I don't even know, to be honest The point when it all went south I don't even know, to be honest Why you think vanilla's out of style? Oh, our parents will talk, but they say nothing at all You want it new and improved Well, original is tough to be Cause I don't even know, to be honest Why you think I thought that we were so much more We used to ride on the morning train Counting all the buildings who knew our names Even then I don't remember us Our photos thing as they hit my eyes Maybe in ten years you'll realize That at 18 you lost a friend Glory, glory, was it worth the story All the hours you wasted being in my company Funny, really, how do you? It's boring to learn to trust someone Instead of always getting high I don't even know, to be honest The point when it all went south I don't even know, to be honest Why you think vanilla's out of style? Oh, our parents don't talk they say nothing at all You want it new and improved Well, original is tough to be Cause I don't even know, to be honest Why you think I thought that we were so much And quite in the are so mainstream Oh, we don't see them much, no I'm so open, you're now closed off Put your efforts into being a clone Losing all my energy I know it's getting tiring letting you back in my headspace When we've only just burned out I don't even know, to be honest The point when it all went south I don't even know, to be honest Why you think vanilla's out of style? Oh, our parents will talk, but they say nothing at all You want it new and improved Well, original is tough to be Cause I don't even know, to be honest Why you think I thought that we were so much a thing I thought that we were so much a thing I thought that we were so much more